Are you struggling to get your project off the ground? Is the term research a dirty word? Need help finding more resources? Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Center for Nursing Inquiry podcast. Elizabeth Scala here, the Research Program Coordinator, and I am visited by our podcast guest, Holly Farley. Holly, welcome to the program. Thank you, Elizabeth. It's nice to be here again. Woohoo! We have fun on the podcast, people. Yes, we do. All right. <laughs> Today, uh, audience, we actually have a very tangible um, podcast to bring to you, and I will tell you, this topic, Holly and I debated about whether to do the podcast or to do a video and, you know, because this concept of putting together a poster might be visual. You might want to be like, well, I got to see what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. We're going to give you some high level tips on putting together a poster and kind of talk about the reasons why, like the backstory. And we do have um, resources available and we're actually going to share some of those in our discussion, but we do have resources available to visually help you put together posters. Anyway, long story short, Holly and I are here today to speak to you about how to put together a poster. So Holly, I got to tell you, I go to conferences, both Nursing Scholars Day at the Johns Hopkins Hospital and other conferences around Maryland and and the country. And I go to poster sessions and I walk around looking at posters and I've walked away from posters because when I walk up to some of them, I, I just stand there. I'm completely overwhelmed. It's a ton of words. It's just very, very busy. And I'm like, I don't feel like standing here and reading this. So again, I leave that poster. Guys, I'm serious. I walk up to posters <laughs> and I leave. So Holly, speak to us. You know, <laughs> yes. what is going on yes, here? Elizabeth. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I can relate to that. And I definitely believe that first impressions of a poster are so important. And they're, like you said, if it's just all words, hard to figure out what the point is when there's so many words. So a couple tips that when you're making your poster is to really utilize the beauty of bullets and lists, because that's something the reader can quickly look down, get an idea of what you're talking about and move right along through your poster. Speaking of that, font size is important as well. So, you know, there might be at any time five people gathered around your poster trying to read it, and they're not going to be right up close front and center with it. So the reader needs to be able to see what your poster actually says. So the font size needs to be big enough for, to accommodate that. Other things to think about is utilizing graphs and figures and images. And in Microsoft, SmartArt really helps with that. And even smart charts are very good. You can play around with how you want to present your data. And then white space is definitely important. Because um, like you said, you need to have some type of balance between words and white space or else the reader is just going to be overwhelmed and will walk away. Mm-hmm. I know. I, I hope I haven't scared the podcast listeners off, but it is true. If, I, if I'm overwhelmed and I, I just don't, and think about it, people are busy these days and they're trying to look at all these posters and get as much information as their brains can handle at a moment. So a poster that's overwhelming, you're just going to have the crowd keep moving. I'm curious, mm-hmm. we're going to speak about abstracts in a minute, but let's say someone is putting together their poster and they're worried that, you know, they're, they're like, okay, I need white space, I need graphs, I need figures, like, but what am I doing? Like, how do I know what sections to put on the poster? What's your kind of high level um, 
tip to giving you know the audience advice on the sections of the poster well i definitely recommend when you're doing submitting your abstract to save everything that you're typing along with the sections that they're asking of you in a separate word document because those section headers can actually serve as your poster headers um, for your actual poster when you're typing up your abstract exactly so the conference the event whatever you're submitting this poster to they're asking you to give them some basic like description of what's going to be on the poster mm -hmm. you'll help yourself in the future to keep those sections to organize and format the poster great all right so i understand this generic look and feel you know we want large font use lots of graphs and images, bulleted lists, white space, but I've never done it before. Are there resources or supports or what do you have to recommend, you know, if I've never put together a poster yet? Yeah, so definitely like we were just talking about with the abstract and the headers, saving those, that really is an outline for your poster utilizing the abstract. Um, so if you're starting with a blank screen and you don't know where to go, just start plotting down your project using the project the abstract outline. So um, other things you can do, the conference or event that you're attending for a poster presentation, they might have a template already. I know, thank gosh, you guys do for Nursing Scholars Day. So based on whether you're doing EBP, QI, or research, there's a template already in place that the presenter can actually use to fill in. So you can contact the um, conference organizer ahead of time to see if they have something you can go off of rather than just the blank space, which can be overwhelming. Um, you can also look at examples. I, for Nursing Scholars Day, there's examples on our intranet site under Professional Practice, Professional Programs, Scholars Day. You can find examples from past Scholars Day events of posters that have already been presented and get an idea of what you want yours to look like. Even Googling good, bad poster examples can give you an idea of what you want yours to be like and what what you do want and what you don't want to give you tips and tricks just by looking at what other people have done and then i also want to mention the cni in july we actually have a, a nice workshop on disseminating work and we cover uh putting a poster together and we cover a lot of this content and can actually help you with your specific project put transferring it to a poster and that's on july 29th from 8 a.m to 12 p.m on campus at GHH, you can register in workforce management if you're available and interested. Cool. You know, Holly, thank you for that overview of how to get started. You know, asking, I love what you said, be proactive and reach out to the conference organizer. Just ask, mm -hmm. do you have a template? Yep. Looking on Google, good, bad, otherwise. When you mentioned the fact about looking at peers, posters, you know, others who've presented at Nursing Scholars Day or even other conferences, that brought to mind another point. You could just ask your peers who you know who have presented, like, hey, can I look at some of your past posters? And, mm -hmm. you know, you're just trying to get a sense and feel for what they look like and how it goes on them. And you might find some better than others of course you'd be professional not be like your poster stinks but at the yeah. same time you're just getting a feel for like what others have done that's that's i kind of got that thought when you were um speaking of that so before we wrap any other tips you can share with the listeners well along those lines of what you were saying you could also share your what you've done so far with your poster with your peers to get feedback on it and make adjustments based off of that mm, um that. yeah but during the actual 
presentation of your poster. Always be um, commit to being available during the breakout sessions to be by your poster and represent that poster. And with that in mind, prepare a little elevator speech on your project because for those people who might get overwhelmed even just by being at any poster and they some people learn differently and want to be able to talk about the projects. So if you have a nice little elevator speech in your back pocket that gives a one to two minute overview of your whole poster that really helps engage the crowd and audience and what you're working on. And then along those lines, I always love having a stack of business cards with me so I can hand them out. You can also pin up handouts or mini posters printed out of your project. And even um, a lot of projects templates have a references section. And sometimes if you have like 20 references, you don't want to clog up your poster with that. So you can just print it out on a handout and pin it up next to your poster rather than putting it all over your poster. But that elevator speech is definitely key. Perfect. Well, Holly, I really appreciate you visiting with us to talk about how to put together a poster. Um, before we close, anything else you'd want to share with the listeners? Um, no, that's all. We're at the CNI. We're happy to give you any kind of support you need with your project poster putting together. Great. So you can access the Center for Nursing Inquiry on Facebook by finding the Johns Hopkins Center for Nursing Inquiry. It's a private group. You can email us. The email address is nursinginquiry at jhmi.edu. Or you can just find us and tap into the resources at one of our workshops or otherwise. So we're happy to help you and we hope you reach out. Thanks all. Thanks. Bye-bye.